themselves used by him. Those that I
She put Victoria Worsham. She got zoned. She gonna when is she gonna be on her? Call her Victoria Worsham is like I ain't even on there. That must be old. Because Kiki told her I was coming. I didn't tell Tanya. I said, you should have told her that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. No, I, I haven't seen him do that.
menstrual. Amen. Glory to God. Um, anybody that is trying to figure out what is she listening to? That is the heart of menstrual. Amen. The heart of menstrual. Hallelujah. So you can listen to that. Amen. It is awesome. I mean, literally. The atmosphere is automatically just, you know, when you're already in the glory and the glory of God already sets within you and in the house, just listening to something that is so anointed, it just brings more of God's glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give God the glory. We give God the praise. We magnify. Hallelujah. Praise him. Hallelujah. We're just so grateful to be in the house of the Lord on this evening. In some places, morning, some places, afternoon. But right here with us, it is evening. Going into evening. Hallelujah. We're starting just a little bit early because I need for us to dive in the book of Ezekiel because we're trying to get through this whole book. We've been in this series since September. Amen. Hallelujah. Maybe even a little bit before September, but we've been studying and the Lord said we must finish it before the year is out. Hallelujah. So that's why I came on on Monday and did some chapters as well and I'm back on today early, a little earlier, so that I can start in the chapters as well. Glory to God. Amen. I will. Hallelujah. Okay. I believe that I am echoing somewhere. Oh, I see. I am actually echoing right here on another Amen. So, hallelujah. 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 Okay, so I am still talking somewhere else. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm not echoing anymore. Okay. There we go. Actually, I was able to hear my my own self. I'm not able to hear my own self. Good. Okay. God bless everybody. All righty. So let's go ahead into the book of Ezekiel and those that was on with us. Sorry that you had to leave, but um, had to get everything prepared and so that I can follow the unction of the Holy Spirit and how he is directing me. Amen. Hallelujah. So sometimes it may not be exactly as last um maybe last week or the week before but i have to make sure that i'm positioning myself the way that god wants me to position myself now if that's okay okay all righty so what i want to do is i want to um scoot this over a little bit here there we go 
All righty. Okay, so we're, we said now we ended at 36, but I said I don't want to do 37 yet because 37 is going to be the last chapter because we really want to talk about those dry bones coming into life. Dear Heavenly Father, decrease me that you may increase. We thank you, Lord God, for the word that was, you would speak through me, your servant, and Holy Spirit open up their eyes. Enlighten their eyes for them to be enlightened. Open up their ears for them to hear. Open up their minds for their minds to be illuminated. To not only hear but to uh, receive the word of God. To walk in truth in the mighty name of Jesus. Decrease me that the Holy Spirit continue to speak through me. That Lord God the power of your anointing will continue to go through the airway. And people will receive deliverance. And they will be set free and be made whole in Jesus name. So, again, we're not going to do 37. We're going to go right into 38, 39, 40, and 41. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to briefly, hallelujah, go through chapters 38 all the way over to chapter 48. Amen. And then I'm going to come back and read chapter 37, and we're going to end with 37. So what I'm going to do is because I need you to go and do your homework as well. I need for you to read the chapters all the way through, starting with chapter 38, all the way to 48. Hallelujah. That is your homework. Amen. So that as I begin to go and do, um, rightfully divide the word through each of these chapters from 38 all the way to chapter 48 of the book of Ezekiel, you're going to be able to Take your notes and compare them. And when you begin to read the word of God, you're going to be like, wow, the Holy Spirit was truly speaking through that woman of God because it's lining up with God's word. Amen. But I want you to know that in every chapter, starting from chapter 38 to chapter 39, the Lord God, he always starts off and say, and the word of Jehovah came unto me saying, son of man. And then in the book of uh, chapter 38 of Ezekiel, we're dealing with Jehovah rising up on God to rob and plunder Israel that he may sanctify his holy name among the nations. So when you begin to read through chapter 38, you're going to also begin to read about God's, Gog is G-O-G, amen, Gog, um, judgment and the holiness of Jehovah that God revealed. And then when you um, go over to chapter 39, again, it says, and thou son of man prophesy against God. So first Jehovah tell him in 38, hallelujah says, and the word of Jehovah came unto me saying, son of man, Ezekiel is speaking. But then the Lord God began to speak to Ezekiel and say, and thou son of man prophesy against God. Amen. And then thus said the Lord Jehovah, behold, I am against thee. Amen. And began to talk about who he's against, meaning that he was against God, the prince of Rush, Meshach, and Tobol. These were those that was worshiping other gods. Amen. Hallelujah. But in the book of Ezekiel chapter 38, God was identified as the prince of Rush and Meshach and Tobol. Uh, Magog is named as a son, meaning a descendant of Japheth. In the list that includes Gomor, Tobol, and Meshit. Amen. When you read in the book of Genesis chapter 10. Amen. In 1 Chronicles chapter 1. But in Ezekiel's prophecy, Magog is the kingdom of God. Amen. The chief prince of Meshit and Tobol. Amen. And an invader of Israel. Hallelujah. 
So Josephus, amen, identified the Magaites with the Cynicans, who were a sinister military power in the 6th century BCC. But Jehovah, glory to God, pronounced that he is against God and his armies. Amen. So the Lord will gather together. Amen. God and his allies from the four corners of the world, meaning from Persia. Amen. Which is the east in Ethiopia, which is south and put, which is west. Amen. And Togamore is which um, in north. Hallelujah. But like a storm, God will come up against Israel. So remember, Israel continued to sin against God. So God said, I will send these individuals to come against Israel in the lighter years. So the purpose of God conquest is now revealed. Amen. They will be a treasure motivated army set on to destroy the cities that have no walls or bars of protection. Like a mighty band of thieves, they will descend upon towns, robbing and plundering them. So they will come from the north, the east, the south, the west. And they would come in and begin to steal their spoils, begin to steal everything that they once owned. Because Jehovah commanded this. Amen. See, Jehovah will set his evil intention within their hearts so that when they come up against his name, of Je- excuse me, when they come up against his people, he will begin to what? Crush them. Amen. He will crush them. He will he will crush them that his name will be sanctified among the nations. So we find that the name of Jehovah God will regain the status of one true God by bringing his people back out of captivity and now by raising and destroying God. Amen. Hallelujah. So if indeed this prophecy indicates a spiritual warfare. Come on now, between the people of God and wicked men in general, then the wicked come up against a wall of fire to their surprise. Hallelujah. When trying to plunder the true saints. Hallelujah. So you better be very, 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 very careful when it comes to coming up um, against those that God's hand is on. Amen. Because the Lord God truly began to talk about how he will plunder Israel because of their disobedience, because of their sinful ways. And when he gave them an opportunity to turn back, they still continue to sin. Hallelujah. Even more. Glory to God. They did not care about um, the Lord God doing what he promised to do. They kept on being in their sin, just like sometimes we do. We continue to test God and continue to think that God is playing with us when really in reality, we have to be very, very careful because when the Lord God begins to say what he will do, you better take it in consideration and know that the Lord God will do what he said he would do. And one thing about God is God, he love us. He loves us so much, but he wants us to get our act together. Amen. He wants us to get ourselves right. See, we want to continue to play with God when God is saying, I am not a God for you to play with. Amen. I am not a God that you think that you're just going to continue to just walk all over me. Amen. 
See, that's why we got to make sure that when the Lord God begins to tell us to do a certain thing, we must continue and do what he told us to do. Because if we do not, I'm telling you, he will deal with us just like he is dealing with Israel by sinning God and the crew, amen, against, hallelujah, Israel. So it is up to us, amen. To make sure that we begin to do everything right according to God's will. Hallelujah. And in verse 17 in the book of Ezekiel chapter 38, the, um, our understanding need to be truly on one main, um, um, key, um, um, verse here because God is not an individual at a point in time that will wage physical warfare against Israel. God is a symbolic name that is representative of every evil effort to destroy God's people, much like Edom, who represents all the wickedness. The prophets of God have also denounced such evil. So the battle under consideration is spiritual. And so John used the illustrations, even when we read in the book of Revelations in um, chapter 20, when he says the latter days, amen, the same latter days that the Lord God is also mentioning here in chapter um, 38 in the book of Ezekiel amen so the latter days of Ezekiel not only encompass the Masonic era but the future hallelujah us the church um, that we're in today amen because the Lord God hallelujah wants us to get things right amen because at the end of the day he wants all of us to make it to heaven amen he don't he don't want us to go to hell amen he wants us to have eternal life and life more abundantly. Hallelujah. So we need to just get it right. Amen. We need to make sure that we're doing what we need to do. Amen. Because when God gives us the ability to get things right and to turn things right, we must do it. Amen. Hallelujah. So like the days of Gideon, when Jehovah God turned the sword of the Midianites against each other for a great slaughter, amen, and like the days when he rained fire and brimstone upon sodium other for a great slaughter, like the days that he put upon Gomorrah and Sodom, even so the Lord will continue to judge the ungodly. So again, the purpose for these actions is that the name of Jehovah would be feared and glorified. Are we fearing the Lord today? There's no more fear in the church. We, we do what we want. We say what we want. We come to church when we want. We, 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 we go where we want. We, we, we no longer do what we're supposed to do anymore in the, in the church. Amen. We do it when we get ready to do it. Amen. But remember, just like there was a gigantic slaughter in Magog, they're going to be a gigantic slider in the, in, 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 in the earth today if we don't get it right. Amen. And as we go over to chapter 39, we're talking about a some right. Amen. A some right situation. Hallelujah. A, a some right of a um, situation of destruction of mad God. Amen. Mad God. Hallelujah. So at the end of the day. Okay. I put that back on. Hallelujah. Mad God. Amen. So everybody can hear me. Okay. I think everybody can hear me now. So, uh, Mad God and her allies is given in this verse while God's armies are destroyed in Israel. Their homeland of Mad God is being pummeled by fire from God. That fire has been sent by who? God. Amen. So the utter of this, of Mad God and her allies will cause the nation to what? Confess the true 
identity of Jesus, hallelujah, of God Almighty, hallelujah, Jehovah God, amen. So the assurance, hallelujah, of all these things that are happening, they will have to proclaim the name of God, amen. So these uh, assurance of this, hallelujah, event, amen, just like he said, he said, behold, it cometh and shall be done, said the Lord Jehovah. This is the day whereof I have spoken, and they that dwell in the city of Israel shall go forth and shall make fires of the weapon and burn them, both the shields and the bucklers, the bows and the arrows and the handstones and the spear and they shall make fire of them seven years so that they shall take no wood out of the field neither cut down any out to forest but they shall make fires of the weapon and they shall plunder those that plunder them and rob those that rob them said of the lord jehovah amen so the defeat of god will be what classical hallelujah because god excuse me god's army size is despic in fact that when israel defeat them by the power of jehovah god that the enemy's weapon would be used for seven years as firewood just just imagine your weapon being used for something else when you took that weapon to go try to destroy somebody but when jehovah god is in the midst of whatever he will give you that weapon and make that weapon be something of use amen but God comes to Israel to plunder and take from her. However, Israel is the one who profits from their fail. We're in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 39, we just summon everything up all the way over to 48. Hallelujah. So Jehovah words of hope to those of the captivity and beyond. So the judgment pronounced against Magad will serve a twofold purpose. First, Israel is assured that Jehovah is the only true God. And secondly, the heathen nations would discover that God was not weak when he rejected Israel and Judah. Amen. So God will make an example out of us if we do not obey, just like he did Israel and Judah. Amen. So in the time of their destruction by Azashra and Babylon, but rather in control. So Israel and Judah were conquered and excelled because of what? Their sin. Amen. So God turned away his face from them due to their unwillingness hallelujah to repent and ask them to forgive so sin has ever separated man from god that's why no matter what we must always ask god for what forgiveness we must always ask the lord god to forgive us even when we know hallelujah that we have done wrong yes it's wrong but when we go right to god and ask god for forgiveness even though, yes, God chastised those he loved, but he will forgive us. But a lot of times we don't even go before the Lord and ask him for forgiveness. We continue in our sin. And sometimes we get so deep in our sins that we begin to believe our sin. And at the end of the day, that one little small white lie can cause you to go to hell. So the whole house of Israel that are alive and able to return to Jerusalem after their 70 years of captivity will be recipients of God's mercy. God always have most mercy on those that's willing to repent and turn from their wicked ways. Amen. Because due to the fact that the Lord will restore and glory of his name among the nations, his mercy will endure forever. Amen. So upon the return to his homeland, Israel will be ashamed of themselves due to the fact that they understand that their sins were the cause of the whole ordeal. So just imagine what you're doing 
and how it's causing pain in your family, in your in your household, in your ministry, in your business, in your marriage, in your children life, in people lives that you're praying for. God is holding you accountable for because the sin that you continue to do. And it's causing destruction in all those areas because you're not willing to repent. You're not willing to come to God and not only ask God to forgive you and have mercy on you, but to turn and repent from your wicked ways. You continue to live in such a sinful nature, even though we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory. But we are mature and old enough to understand and know what's right and what's wrong. We know, hallelujah, not to go still and touch something that doesn't belong to us. We know not to put our mouths on people or talk about people or sow discord or gossip. But we do. We know not to uh, character assassinate somebody's name because of what? Hallelujah. Because of what? Hallelujah. They may have done in our lives. Hallelujah. But at the end of the day, we still do. Hallelujah. We still continue to put our mouths. Hallelujah. On. Hallelujah. We continue to put our mouths. Hallelujah. On. Hallelujah. People. Um. We continue to put our mouths on people knowing, hallelujah, that what we, what we, uh, hallelujah, what we, uh, what we need to do, we should make sure that we're doing what we need to do. Amen. Glory to God. So we need to make sure we don't put our mouths on people. We know we should put our mouths on people. We know we should not, um, um, so discord against people, but we do. We know we should not commit fornication but we do we know we should not commit adultery but we do so i'm saying we should not do these things knowing that it is sin against god and then we want god to bless our families bless our marriages bless our finances bless his ministry bless all these things but we continue to do all these things and then when we begin to idolize other gods we begin to idolize our money we begin to idolize even our gifted. We say, oh, we're not going to help them because we don't like them. Who are we to judge anybody or say what we're not going to help somebody with when God, when our Holy Spirit have given us the gifts to what? To do the work of the ministry. So who are we to say who we won't help? Now, if God told us don't do it, that's a different story. But sometimes we allow our feelings and our emotions to get in the way because maybe of what somebody said or how somebody looked at us. Maybe they're looking at you because that light that is shining so bright, that light that is so glorious, not because of you, but because the glory of God is upon you. Like Isaiah um, 60 said, arise and shine. The glory of the Lord is upon you. Sometimes maybe you're that light that somebody has to come just to be in front of because they live in so much darkness or maybe so much darkness is around them that when they come around you, they feel a peace. They feel joy. They feel like living. They feel like going on. It ain't that they're lifting you up like you're God. You just bring such an energy that is loving, that is kind, that brings hope, that brings them to believe again. So it's not always somebody just staring at you. Oh, what they looking at? Why they looking at me? Thank God that they looking at you. Amen. Because then if they ain't looking at you, then you think something wrong with you. But when they are looking at you, maybe it's something that they see that is so glorious in, in their eyes to where they're not idolizing you, but they see the God in you. And that's what we want. We want to see. We want people to see the God in us. Amen. Amen. So the Lord now promised that he would never again turn away from them. Amen. 
and and allowed them to be harmed by the enemy. But the seal of his promise is the fact that God said, I have poured out my spirit upon the house of Israel, said the Lord Jehovah. So when God have um, poured out his spirit, amen, upon the house of Israel, just like the prophet Joel said, and it shall be in the last day, says God, I will pour forth the spirit of I will pour forth of my spirit upon all flesh, not just some, not who I like or who I think should get it, upon all flesh. Come on now. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and old men shall dream dreams. And it shall be that whoever so call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It didn't say just the apostles, just the prophets, just the evangelists, the teachers, hallelujah, and the pastors. Amen. We'll prophesy. It didn't just say, oh, those that are so holy and so spiritual that it's going to prophesy. No, even those that have sinned because they have come and they have repented and they have turned away from their wicked and evil ways. The Lord God can still use them. The Lord God can still pour his spirit in them and they can begin to what prophesy. They can begin to see visions. They can begin to what dream dreams. So we can't just be so quickly to count people out. Just because they don't live up uh, to our standards or they don't sound like us or look like us or do what we do. They're not going to sound like us and they're not going to look like us. Thank God it's only one of us. Hallelujah. Amen. But this represents what God can do. He can take a mess and make it glorious. He can take a mess and make it to his standard. He can take a mess and they can be powerful and, 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 and begin to pray and begin to decree and declare things, begin to speak to heaven and gates of heaven begin to open up and healing and deliverance. Breakthroughs begin to happen and you're looking and saying, well, he a sinner, she a sinner. What she just doing this? What he just doing that? But guess what? Their heart is right with God. They turned their heart back to God. They came into true repentance to God. They came and they travailed and, and been before the faith of God they dwell in the presence of God and they ask God to have mercy on them just like he says son of David have mercy on me come on now God knows and hears the heart that cries out for mercy God hears and knows the heart that cry out for true forgiveness amen see God know that it were repentance but that our repentance that just run around the church and ah, and then next week you back at the altar pray for me let me tell you when you got true repentance when God has really worked something out in your heart guess what yes you're going to continue to pray because the Bible says pray without ceasing but guess what you ain't going to have to always keep coming and saying pray for me you're going to be like can I pray for you pastor let me pray for you sister let me pray for you because after a while the spirit of God will begin to come so strong on you that your faith will begin to increase and not saying that you won't need prayer because yes God will still have people praying with you and everything but you will begin to be strengthened and you will begin to begin to decree and begin to declare things and begin to believe again and begin to trust again and begin to move in the spirit of God again see the day of Pentecost in the book of Acts 2 marks the beginning of the church the kingdom of God y'all we are kingdom people we are doing the work of the kingdom of God not in the earthly will said my will be done in earth as it is in heaven it's already done in heaven in earth we're in the earthly realm so while we gotta wait to get to heaven to have what we need in the earthly realm we're living in the earthly realm meaning that because we're a kingdom people we're working in the kingdom of God whatever is in the heavenlies we can bring it to the earth Realm because we are living, we are not just a spirit, but we're a 
living being that can decree and declare, call things into existence and have to become. So why are we waiting and saying, oh, we're not going to heaven? No, because when you go to heaven, God going to open up that big old door and all those gifts going to be in there wrapped so beautiful. You're going to be like, well, who's with those? He's going to say yours. Well, why did you? Because you never asked. And when you did ask, you didn't believe. When you had the ability to declare and decree, you didn't do it. You begin to trust in somebody else's power. You begin to idolize other people. When Instead of you idolizing me and trusting in me and knowing that it's me, the God of Jehovah, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah El Shaddai, Jehovah Eliyim, Jehovah Kabad, Jehovah Tzignu, Jehovah Makadish. It was me. Come on now. It was me. Yahshua HaMashur, it was me. But you put your trust in man. Amen. But at the end of the day, just like it marks the beginning of the church, the kingdom of God, the day the law went forth from Jerusalem. Read in Isaiah 2 and 2. And men heard or received the day of the Holy Spirit through the hearing of faith. Galatians 3 and 2. Amen. And then when you come back to the book of Jeremiah um, 31, um, through verses 31 and um, 34, glory to God. So Ezekiel, Isaiah, and Peter confirms this to be an event in the latter days. Latter days means the days that are ahead, those that are coming, those that are not yet have been seen, but coming forth in the future. It's going to happen because our latter days is going to be greater than our today. Like uh, I love um, I love Martha Manasseh. She said, our greater days is going to be, I got to play this because I believe that I want you to understand that even right now, whatever you're going through, your your greater days, I mean, your your latter days is going to be great. Amen. The days that are to come is going to be greater than your days, hallelujah, that have already passed you or the days, hallelujah, that you feel like you lost out on. Amen. But let, I want you to hear this. I want you to hear this, please. Hallelujah. 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 Your ladder will be great time. 
like the Bible says, your laughter. Come on. Yes, it's going to be greater, 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 greater. Woo! Thank you. Amen. Your latter days will be greater, amen, than your past. Amen. I just had to let you be encouraged on this evening, this morning, this afternoon, in some places in the world, amen, because we're heard by over 337 other countries, amen, Pakistan, Russia, hallelujah, the Netherlands, U.S., Africa, Paris, come on, China, Turkey, my God, didn't realize just the, the network that the Lord have just allowed us to advance in. So they're listening all over the world. So that's why I can't just say hallelujah this evening because it's morning in some places, it's afternoon in others. But right here in U.S., it is going into late evening. Amen. Hallelujah. So this right here just lets us know, amen, that the um, that the Lord God says our latter days will be better than our past, amen. So when we go over to the book of Ezekiel chapter 40, those that's just joining us, those that's been on the line, what we're doing is we're just rightfully dividing the word of God. Your homework is to go back and read from Ezekiel chapters 38 all the way to chapters 48. Because we're finishing up the book of Ezekiel. We've been in this series since September, reading chapter upon chapter, line upon line, percept upon percept. And we're finishing this out. And then we're going to come back and I'm going to read chapter 37 this evening. Amen. And then we're going to end it in chapter 37. That's why we skipped chapter 37 for me to sum up the rest of these chapters. But your homework is to go and read each chapter as I rightfully divide the word of God by breaking down each chapter. Hallelujah. With some hallelujah exegesis points for us to take with us. Amen. And study. So in the book of Ezekiel chapter 40, the measurements of Jehovah's house temple. Amen. This talks about the year of this vision was around 575 BC, which was 14 years after the destruction of Jerusalem. Amen. But Ezekiel is brought in the vision to what appeared to be a great city on the top of a very high mountain in Jerusalem. Amen. Um, um, Isaiah even spoke of Jehovah's house that was to be built on the top of the mountain in Israel. Amen. And this was spoken in Isaiah chapter two. Hallelujah. Just as well in Micah four and one. And if you go over to Revelations 21 and 10. It also talks about how this high mountain is shown a city that resembles closely what Ezekiel was seeing in the vision. But it seems apparently that Ezekiel city vision of the future church, the kingdom of God. So when God gives us a vision, it may not be exactly what we think it is, but it always represents something of the kingdom of God. Amen. Because we are the now church. We are the future church and we are those in our latter days to come. Amen. To do and see the great work of the kingdom of God. Amen. But these are, this is the future church, the kingdom of God that other prophets spoke about to come in the lighter, later days. Amen. Hallelujah. So we must also keep in mind so when we go over to the book of 30, um, Ezekiel chapter 37, when it spoke, um, when God, hallelujah, begins to speak, amen. And when he begins to speak, 
and, and says that I'm going to cleanse the sins, hallelujah, of my people. Amen. Hallelujah. But at the same time, he also said here that um, they will be cleansed of their sins and ruled by David, my servant. Remember when he said that David will um, be his servant that will um, serve them. Amen. Under an everlasting covenant. Amen. We haven't got to the book of Ezekiel 37 because I'm holding on to that one for last. But it's going to talk about those things. Amen. But here from Ezekiel 40 to 48. Amen. It is talking about a description of God's sanctuary, his kingdom, which is the church that's to come of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. What it should look like. So when you begin to read Hallelujah. Ezekiel chapter 40 all the way to 48 is going to tell you the, the, the first description of God's tabernacle. Amen. In its walls. Amen. And it begins to talk about the instrument used to measure it. Amen. Which was a measuring reed. Amen. Which was six cubits. Amen. In length. Amen. Which is about 18 um, through 21 inches. Hallelujah. So the wall was therefore 10 to 12 um, inches thick. Amen. With the same height. But this also detailed a measurement of the temple's gates. Amen. That will run at the north, the south, the east of the structure. But the gates had six guard rooms, amen, which three on each side of the corridor, amen, which considering artist renders of Ezekiel temple, where when you look at this and you begin to read through the chapters for your homework, it's going to actually um, take each scripture and give you revelation on exactly how the sanctuary is to be built. But after coming, excuse me, after passing through the corridor of the city gates, one will enter into the outer courts. Come on now. The outer courts of praise, the inner courts of worship. Hallelujah. And then connect to the walls of the city that were about 30 chamber rooms. Amen. So this is also going to give us a um, idea um, on how similar the descriptions of the north gate that will lead to the outer and the inner courts, as well as the inner courts description, amen, was to be located near the south gate, amen, which will enter into the south gate and climb eight steps to enter into what? The inner court. And then there will be a chamber, amen, existed near the north gate for preparing the sacrificial animals for worship. 12 tables on all used for sacrificing and cleaning animals, where the chambers for the singing priests, amen, and the courts would be a perfect um, 100 cubits, amen. So the measurements of the porch also is given for the house. So when you go over to chapter 41, it talks again about the measurements of the temple and how it should be what decorated. Amen. So it's going to give you info on the decorations, amen, of how the temple should be decorated, meaning that the measurements of the holy and the most holy place within the temple, amen, hallelujah, should be about 70 feet long by 35 in width, amen. So the measurements for the wall and the side chambers around the temple itself should have within the wall, there should be three stories hallelujah separated chambers and 30 on each floor amen which the measurements shall be in a separate place hallelujah and meaning the sacred place separate place for us is the secret place hallelujah 
the holies of holies, amen, the place where we go before God, amen, but the separate place was going to be a large building near the back of the temple that was separated from the main temple, hallelujah, the measurements of the temple as whole were about 100 cubits by 100 cubits, meaning about 175 by 175, hallelujah, and in description of the decorated temple walls, there will be cherubim's a two-faced, meaning a face of a man and a lion, along the palm tree were engraved upon the walls, threshold, and windows. Because palm trees, we know, means that you it would not be easily uprooted, amen. Because when palm trees go through whatever storm or whatever wind, they never get pulled out of its root. It may blow to the left or blow to the right, but it would never be pulled up, amen, because the roots, what, runs deep. Amen. So a description of the decorated temple doors before the most holy place would be the four doors, which two each having two leaves were decorated as the walls of the temple with two faced cherubims and palm trees. So now we talk about the priest chambers and the external um, temple measurements in 42. The measurements of the chamber building, which would be in the outer course. That's what um, chapter 22 would talk about. And also the holy chamber chambers, amen, were to be the place where the priests eat and the sacrifices be made. Amen. And so when you go over in the book of um, Ezekiel chapter 43, we're talking about the glory of Jehovah will fill the new temple. Glory to God. So as this temple is being made, Jehovah's glory always will stand, hallelujah, in this temple, amen. So the temple was now complete, ready for consecration. But Ezekiel is brought in the spirit to the east side of the temple, and there he sees the glory of Jehovah coming from the east towards the temple. And the prophet falls upon his face as when the witness of the glory of Jehovah at the river Chabot, the glory of Jehovah will pass into the house temple. Recall that tabernacle in the wilderness consecrated by Jehovah, his presence. Remember when we read in Ezekiel chapter 11, when the, the the glory of God left the house because of what sin, because of all the sin and everything that the priests and the and 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 the Levites and those that call themselves that supposed to be holy and set apart for God was doing in the house of God. So the glory of God left the temple. Most of us is going to all these places because we hear the music, we hear the sound, but the glory is nowhere around. People, it's not even being made whole. It's just a lot of noise. But there's nothing. There's nothing. People still coming back the same. You need to be in the house where the glory resides, where you're being made whole. Amen. So Ezekiel had witnessed the glory of Jehovah. Amen. He witnessed all this in the book of Ezekiel 11, right? So due to the iniquity of um, Israel. Amen. But the reappearance of Jehovah's glory in the new temple indicates a new fellowship. God is changing guards even in the church today. That's why you see new faces. Why? Because they have a heart for God. You see new gifts because they're for God. It's not for them. You know, a lot of times God gives us gifts and we want to use it for our own self, use it for our own gain, our own motive, our own um, 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 secret um, motives or, or for our own clicks. When God says it's not about us, it's about what? Doing the work of the ministry. I say three things. Evangelize. The sinner, equip the saint, and exalt the Savior. Are we doing those three? Or are we equipping each other? Are we evangelizing us that's so already holy? Is we are just exalting ourselves? No, we need to exalt the Savior, evangelize sinners, and equip the saints. 
Give the saints, those that God have called, give them an opportunity to work in the ministry. We keep suppressing people's gifts, leaving them sitting in the sanctuary. Keep saying, well, God didn't tell me you ready to do this. God, you ain't ready for this. You got to go through this. You got to go to this seminary school, that seminary school. Listen, God will give us wisdom and God will give us discernment. He would know, He, we will know how to move in, moving people in and out. Of, of the place where God wants them to be, but who are we to say to anybody how well they can use their gift? No, they can never operate their gift if they never give it, given the opportunity to operate in their gift. So a lot of times people is so suppressed in their giftings that when they do get an opportunity, it's like an overflow. It's like a rain, uh, a waterfall. It just come out just so abundantly because it's been so suppressed for so long, and then now they have to learn how to walk in humility and have to learn how to use the gift in the right time and in the right season. But sometimes it's hard because it's been so suppressed that they're giving all that they can give because they've been sinning. But at the end of the day, God's mercy allows forgiveness to those who saw the shame and the embarrassment of their sin. God knows our inward repentance. He knows when we're ready to do right. Amen. And when we're not, he knows. Amen. So the new temple has a law and Ezekiel is to teach those who illustrate a spirit of humility, this law that they may keep it. So the entire vision is one that looks to the future church where Christ will reign as the king of his kingdom. Citizen of the kingdom will be those who have their sins forgiven by the following Lord law, forgiveness, mercy, and grace. We thank God for his grace and his mercy. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we give God the glory. Chapter 44 of Ezekiel talks and deals with the sanctuary. It's not to be profane at all. Amen. So this right here lets us know that the sanctuary must stay consecrated. Amen. It must stay consecrated and not profane. Hallelujah. Because Ezekiel has been in the inner courts while the consecration of the altar of burnt offerings transpired. He is now taken to the outer courts, a east gate, and finds it closed due to the fact that Jehovah God has entered here, that his glory may fill the temple. And in this area, that the prince, meaning, hallelujah, no doubt that uh, uh, David, Jesus, hallelujah, reside and eat bread before Jehovah, hallelujah. So Ezekiel is now moved from the east gate to the north gate of the temple, meaning the front. And once again, he sees the glory of Jehovah fill the temple and falls upon his face in fear. So Jehovah instructs Ezekiel regarding the rejection of foreigners, amen, those uncircumcised in the heart and flesh, as far as their entrance into the sanctuary. But apparently this is another sin of Judas, amen. They allow sinful men who had no knowledge of Jehovah God within the confines of the temple to worship, amen. So such an action caused the sanctuary to be defiled and polluted. But Jehovah explains to Ezekiel that this is not to happen in this new sanctuary. This is not to happen in this new, hallelujah, move of God. We're going into 2023. We should not be doing the same things that we was doing in 2022. The Lord God is not going to allow it. So if you think that you're going to come and defile the house of God, the devil is a liar. God will expose you and God will remove you because God is saying, my house shall be holy. My house should be sanctified. My house should be consecrated. Right here, we are praying without ceasing. Right here, we're standing on the threshing floor with the throne of floor of grace and praying and interceding and calling out his name. Right here, we're going to 
fear the Lord. Right here, we're going to stay in the word of God. We're going to dig deep in the word of God. We're going to wear humility. We're going to not only wear, but we're going to live in it. Hallelujah. We're going to study the word of God. We're going to wear the word of God. We're going to speak the word of God. We're going to live the word of God. We're going to think and sleep the word of God. We're going to be like walking the pistols of the word of God. Because it's God's word that's going to allow our faith to grow more and more. Amen. Because we understand that the church of our Lord Jesus Christ has been compromised. Amen. Hallelujah. It's been compromised through disobedience. But the Lord God said in 2023, he is changing guards. Hallelujah. He is bringing those that have a heart after him, those that will be obedient to his name, those that will obey his direction, those that are not willing to move by faith and not by sight, those that are willing to take his vision and move according to his vision, leaving their vision at the door and leaving their way of thinking, their way of doing things at the door but allow the spirit of God to lead them even in places that don't make sense lead them in places where it's not even enough more than enough but when they get there the Lord God gonna give them more than enough glory to God those that have an ear to hear the spirit of God those that's willing hallelujah to, to die out to themselves day and night to continue to look at the speck in their own eye continue to look and turn the mirror on their own selves to look and change and become a better person within themselves and continue to worship the true and living God to continue to study and believe the true word of God those that are willing to do these things are the ones that I'm calling in my church today no man or woman who has not obeyed the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and any won't be in any kind of fellowship hallelujah the glory of God would not be present because God is not going to be um, in, a, in a place where they have they are um, profaning his name, coming against his name, doing all types of things, hallelujah, and trying to declare his name. No, hallelujah, just like they were doing, it was putting a branch up to their nose and declaring that the Lord Jesus Christ was their Lord and say, come on, it was saying to doing all these type of stuff. They was worshiping other gods. They was worshiping the sun. They was worshiping, hallelujah, fertile gods. They was putting incense, hallelujah, in the air. And then they was telling the people, oh, we're praying. Well, really, they was back there worshiping fertile gods. Glory to God. They wasn't even back there believing the true and living God. But then they had the people believing and thinking they was, that they were really back there praying and interceding on their behalf and really in reality they was not they was back there sinning they was back there um, um committing adultery they was back there even murdering murdering innocent people come on jesus christ and that's what we do today. We have defiled the sanctuary. We have defiled worship. We have defiled praise. We have defiled our prayer life. We have defiled even just the presence of God. God has been present. God has been wanting to come in, in the place and to bring his glory so strong. But because how we continue to defile his name, continue to defile the house of God by through lying, through, through stealing, through manipulation, through um, control through witchcraft through so many things outside of the will of God God glory can't even stay in a place like that and you keep on saying oh God is here God is nowhere around there amen so at the end of the day these are the things that were going on and going over to chapter 45 the land separate the land set apart for the priests the Levites and the prince was a new order of worship Amen. So the Lord explains to Ezekiel that in the new sanctuary, a land will be set aside as holy 
to construct these buildings, walls, and gates. The total of the length would be 25,000 reeds, and the width shall be 10,000 reeds. Amen? The sanctuary of God shall rest on this land, masked with a special place of 500 by 500 for the holy place. Glory. Come on, God. He's naming it. He's putting it out. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for this land, Lord God, that you will have. Hallelujah. In, in, in the countries that you know where you will send me. I thank you for this square footage that you will give to us, oh God, to do your work. Amen. The city itself will be a separate area that measured 25,000 reeds by 5,000. Come on, y'all. Get ready to receive it. 2023 is a year of blessings, a year of receiving what the Lord God has promised. As long as we're walking in obedience and long, if we're trusting the Lord, doing everything that he's called us to do. by Oh, it's happening. I told you this is the time that you need to ask God that he something that he never done, something that he's never done. Now, God done done a lot. You may can't even think of it, but it's one thing that God has not done. And I'm telling you, 2023, you're going to receive it because God said, I'm going to show you how much of a bigger God that I am because of your obedience. So the prince of the land are those occupied civil rule over the people. So these men were denounced along the prophet and the priest. Amen. And as the priest denounced idolatry, hallelujah. So the prince to denounce violence and dishonesty gained against God's people. We need to stand up as men and women of God. When people is coming with lies, we need to expose them. When people is coming with not honesty, we need to expose them. When people is not is coming and, and doing all these type of bad things against God, we need to expose them. We expose them in love. We expose them in wisdom. We expose them being led by the spirit of God. But no way are we allowed no way should we allow them to come up in the house of God and bring that mess in the house of God. We don't need gossip. We don't need sowing discord. We don't need nobody coming and assassinate nobody's name. What's going on right now? Members, because God is trying to bring them to a place of obedience. They go around and they assassinate men and women of great men and women of God, their name, their ministry, because they um, expose their sin. They expose the spirit, demonic spirit that was trying to take them out. And because they did not want to change, they be, they left the church and they began to try to um, 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 assassinate the character, the name of that individual and bring down the individuals and bring down the ministry when really the ministry is a ministry of truth, a ministry of love, a ministry of hope, a ministry of strength. A ministry that the glory of God is there. But because they did not want to change their way. And then some of us men and women of God is receiving them. And then we're talking about those men and women of God to those members that have come and, and spread this lie. First of all, men and women of God, we must stand up to the truth. No matter, okay, it may be true. But even if it's true, it's not for us to discuss, first of all, with a member. Second of all, talking about God's anointed. And thirdly of all, it's not good at all. But that's what's going on. Gain. They want to gain more members. They want to gain more people so that they can get more money. More numbers. More people to like their page. When it's not even worth it. Because that's not what God wants us to do. We need to use wisdom. Amen. 
And then he says, so that the sacrificial worship may continue in the new sanctuary of God. The people are to give regular offerings. Amen. Hallelujah. So these regular contributions should be given um, to the Prince David so that it may make an atonement for the house of Israel. Hallelujah. We need to be given unto the Lord. Amen. That's why I say I really I'm praying that um, the Lord God touched God, um, the people of God's hearts, because I'm telling you, when you begin to give in 2023, I am telling you, God is going to do some miraculous things in your family, in your life. Those that God has entrusted you to pray with, speak life over, things are going to begin to just happen. I'm telling you, this is the time and the season to begin to sow into the kingdom of God. So I am praying that even this year, even if it takes you 10 months to sow $2,023 in, in your ministry, those that God has called you to, to be a blessing to in their ministry, maybe you have a ministry, but God is saying, you know what? I also gave you a gift of giving. So I want you to sow into this ministry and also this man of God. If it takes you 10 months to sow $2,023, you can sow $223 a month for two, 10 months. But for a year to sow the seed of $2,023 for the year of 223, I decree and declare as a servant of God. I know as a woman of God, as a prophet of God, hallelujah, as God's servant that watch whatever you ask for God to do that he had never done. Hallelujah. And some things that you've already asked him to do because of your sacrificial and your sacrifice and, and you listening to the word of God through the woman of God and what I'm speaking. I'm telling you, watch the Lord God move on your behalf. So for 10 months, you can sell $2,023, $2,023 for the year of 2023. So your goal is to sell $2,023. That's just one sacrificial sowing seed. That does not cover your offering. That's not covering your tithes. I'm just telling you what the Spirit of the Lord gave me to sow $2,023 Within the year of 2023, 23, or you can sell $223 a month for 10 months to equal up to $2,023. And I'm telling you, watch God do. Like I said, you sow this in your ministry or God may give you the ability, hallelujah, to sow it in your ministry and even in another individual's ministry, maybe in another man or woman of God's ministry. He have graced some of us to be a sore. And I'm telling you, it will be a triple, double, hundredfold blessing if you be obedient to the voice of God. I'm telling you that. Hallelujah. Because God will be very pleased. Amen. Just like in the book of Hebrews, it says, through him that let us offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. Continue. That is the first Excuse me, the fruit of lips which make confession to his name, but to do good and to communicate, forget not for which such sacrifices God is well pleased. Hebrew 13, 15 and 16. Glory to God. But you have to also be faithful throughout the year. Make sure that you continue to sow sacrificial, your offerings, your tithes. Hallelujah. Build in the kingdom of God. Do a great work. Do something that you know that is, is needed in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And watch God do it. Because at this point, the sanctuary has been sanctified by the blood. The priests are to worship in all purity. 
We must worship in spirit and in truth. Amen. The prince ought to exercise just justice. We as men and women of God must exercise truth. Hallelujah. And the people are to give contributions for the sin offerings to continue. We must continue to give to the kingdom of God so that the work of God can continue to be done throughout the earth. To continue to help those that are in need, to help the needy, to help the underserved, to help those across the countries in this country, this country, this state, that state. To be a blessing to those that may be hungry, those that need clothing, those that need a hand, those that are in ministry that need to do certain things in ministry but don't have the funding to do it. These would be official contributions to help the people of God. Amen. Because God God will be keeping the Pentecost feast week down trumpet. Amen. So these acts of worship in the new sanctuary indicates a new order from the Masonic system. 46 talks about the days of worship under the new sanctuary. So the days of worship are examined here in the new sanctuary, meaning that the Prince David, the Messiah, would worship at the inner east court. Amen. Openly um, during the Sabbath, the new moon cease. Amen. So the worship, so the people worship as well. However, they were not allowed to enter into the east inner gate. But we thank God that we can worship wherever we want now. We can we can worship at the inner gate, the outer gate, the inner courts, the outer courts. We can worship in our cars. We can worship in the sanctuary. We can worship in our house. We can worship in the bathroom. We can worship just being wherever we are. We can worship in a gas station. We can worship in Walmart and Kroger's. We can walking down the street. Just worship everywhere. Glory to God because worship is our lifestyle. Hallelujah. It ain't just singing a song. It ain't making just a noise. But it's our lifestyle. How's we worshiping our life? What do people see when they see us? Do they see love? Do they see kindness? Do they see a helping hand? Do they see um, a spirit of giving, spirit of hospitality? Amen. So apparently all were to come and worship on the same days of the Sabbath, the new moon. Amen. So the prince is not to mention in the ordinance of worship because he had no part in it. Amen. But here it also gets talks about the authority to divide the prince land and instruction for the place of sacrificial preparation. Amen. So this is where the holy chambers made for preparing for the sacrifice is first mentioned, amen. But an additional sacrifice preparation areas are mentioned as being located at the four corners of the outer sanctuary. So the river that the gates gives life. Hallelujah. Chapter 47. Glory to God. If one has contemplated whether Ezekiel had a literal or um, mind to, to, to do or say any of the things that he's saying. There is no river that increased from ankle deep to running water that is over the head, swimming depth in a matter of a mile where no other rivers are flowing into it. But in Joel 3 and 18 and Zechariah 14 and 8, it speaks of waters that shall flow from Jerusalem as a blessing from Jehovah God during the latter days of his kingdom. Come on now. So these waters shall carry a blessing of healing and life with them through the Holy Spirit. So Jehovah eternal purpose through the church has ever been to make known as the manifold wisdom of God and making this known, hallelujah, the mind of God is the work of the Holy Spirit to the apostles and prophets, hallelujah, Ephesians 3 and 5. So the apostles in turn taught humility, the gospel message, men heard and believed and obeyed, whereby they became Christians and members of the church, meaning the kingdom of God, hallelujah. And then God had promised the land of Canaan to Abraham descendants, amen. And the idea of God mercifully bringing back all of Jerusalem that have gone into captivity for his holy name's sake was recorded here 
when we go back to the book of Ezekiel chapter 37, because those bones is about to what come alive. Hallelujah. So this is also how God allowed his people to return. Amen. So now as we're closing in chapter 48, the division of the Holy Land, now that the land is divided, the tribes are allotted the land. Then it talks about Dan and Asher, Manasseh, Naphtali, Ephraim, Reuben, and Judah will accompany the land of the north. Judah is included. Even after all Judah went through, many lives was lost because of Judah's sin. Come on now. I'm just saying how now, hallelujah, the Lord God can give them the land. So one lot of the land will be set apart and set aside for the sanctuary of God. A holy oblation of land is to be given to the priest, the city, and the prince. The city is to be a perfect square. Hallelujah. Amen. So as we conclude, hallelujah, from the verses that we read from 38 all the way to 48, amen, it literally lets us know that Ezekiel speaks, excuse me, speaks of a sanctuary. Hallelujah. Speaks of a sanctuary that will be eternal. Amen. A law that will be eternal and a king that will have an everlasting rule. So the description of the sanctuary and temple is detailed. Hallelujah. And it lets us know that the Christ, the Christ of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And even as the Lord Jesus Christ, now as we um, we worship him and we we call on his name by his name, things manifest. Hallelujah. So let the kingdom come and letting his will be done. Just like Jesus said, his kingdom will be established during the lifetime. Amen. Of some of those who stood and heard him preach. Amen. Remember in Mark 9, his kingdom came into existence on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. And those who so received the spiritual kingdom through hearing the gospel preached through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. They were added to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And they continue to walk as kingdom citizen. Amen. So just as we have heard and listened to the great prophets, Ezekiel and Daniel and Jeremiah and Joel and so many prophets, the major, the minor prophets that have come before to speak forth, to call into existence our Lord Jesus Christ. We now stand in a spiritual kingdom. Hallelujah. Where we receive forgiveness of sins and we are able to fellowship with God long as we repent and turn away from our wicked ways and pray. Hallelujah. Then he will heal the land. He will forgive our sins. Amen. And he will make us whole again. So we thank the Lord God that we have entered already back into the kingdom of God through the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we have been baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we're able to enter into the kingdom of God, which is the church, which is us that remains in us. We continue to be faithful and we continue to receive an eternal inheritance. We continue to receive it through heaven and also through God in Jesus name. So let's go over to the book of Ezekiel chapter 37. And I'm going to read that. And then we're going to close. So we have read and we have studied the book of Ezekiel in whole. Every word that proceeded from my mouth has been spoken. But I need for you to make sure 
is you go and you read from 38 to chapter 48 in the book of Ezekiel. So that the spirit of the Lord can continue to speak to you as you study and show yourselves approved by being obedient and going and reading God's word. But let's read Ezekiel 37. Ezekiel's vision of dry bones in the valley. The hand of the Jehovah has come upon me and he brought me out in the spirit of Jehovah and set me down the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. And he caused me to pass by them round and about. And behold, there very many in the open valley and lo, there were very dry. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord of Jehovah. They know us again. He said unto me, prophesy over these bones and say unto them, O ye bones, hear again. And he said unto me, prophesy over these bones, said to me, O you dry bones, hear the word of Jehovah. Thus said the Lord of Jehovah unto these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. And I will lay sinew upon you and I will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am Jehovah. So I prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied, there was a noise and behold it earthquake and the bones came together bone in bone and i beheld i lo there were sinew skin upon them and flesh came upon and skin covered them and but there was no in them then said he unto me prophesy to the wind prophesy son of man and say to the wind thus said the lord jehovah come from the four winds oh Did you hear? Did you hear the wind? Blow. I'm blowing life. I'm blowing hope, life, strength, power, anointing, my glory, my glory, strength, joy, peace, anointing, glory, the fire of God. I'm blowing life. Oh, blow. And blow upon these slain that you may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me. And came into them. And they lived and stood up upon their feet. And exceedingly. Exceedingly army. Amen. The vision given to Ezekiel is truly a current and future state of Israel, God's people. They are now conquering and dead people existing in captivity and slain with the sword. The reason for their current state is their sin, like we've been talking about. But the resurrection that Ezekiel witnessed is a part of its not literally future resurrection, but the resurrection of the fallen nation, which in Jesus Christ come, we shall be resurrected in him as one. Amen. Jehovah will remember his promise to Abraham, Isaac. And Jacob, regarding the blessings of all nations through their seed. This blessing could not, excuse me, occur if God's people were inaminated and not to receive what God have already promised us. So it is clear that the Lord God is going to do exactly what he said he going to do. Just like the Lord God did. And it became so much clear that the Lord is not going to literally raise those who have died by famine, sword or pestilence, fire, the wild beast from the dead. No, they're gone. They didn't obey. So he ain't bringing them back. But for those that will repent, 
for those that will turn away from their wicked sin and pray. Come on now. Those are the ones that he is going to breathe life back in. You shall be more stronger, more wiser, more wisdom, more, more, more power, more glory, more fire, Holy Ghost, fire, Holy Ghost, fire, Holy Ghost, fire, Holy Ghost, fire, fire, in the name of Jesus. So Jehovah will raise up the remnant that are living in a state of dejection and no hope to rebuild, repopulate, reorganize the worship to Jehovah's state of mind and the fulfillment of the resurrection that he will cause his promised seed to continue and grow. Amen. So the vision of men being resurrected illustrated that the fact that the whole house of Israel would be raised together. And these instructions before us indicate that Jesus Christ shall come and raise us up from the dead. Hallelujah. Those that have died and have went and to set aside to be waiting. He will call us by name. He shall call us into the heavenlies. Eternal life. He will not say to us, depart from me. I never knew you. Because we have repented. We have turned. We Our hearts have been turned back to God. We're living for God. We're breathing for God. We're walking with God. Everything is gone. Hallelujah. We're not just acting like it. We are living it. Amen. So those resurrected bones are now clearly identified as the children of Israel from among the nation. Hallelujah. The exiled people of Israel that have been scattered by the raging in 721 BC. And Israel will now be one nation. Hallelujah. Under God. <laughs> Hallelujah. They shall have one king. The kings of kings and the lords of lords. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the association between David and the coming Messiah has already been considered as it was spoken in Ezekiel 34. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 23. Jeremiah 30. 2 Samuel 7. 2 Samuel 15. Luke 1. Hallelujah. So under the new rule as one nation, God will forgive them of their sin and give them a king, David the Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Glory to God. To rule over us. Because under his name, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Only the name of Jesus will give us life. Only in the name of Jesus we will be able to have eternal life. No other names. No Buddha. No Hinda. No none of that but Jesus Christ. It's only Jesus name. So Know the name, live the name, call on the name of Jesus Christ because God's people will dwell in the new kingdom. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God. Hallelujah. In Jesus name, because God's covenant of peace. Hallelujah. is already upon those. Those that are in Christ Jesus already have peace. Amen. And we shall receive the remission of our sins through what? Christ Jesus. Amen. Only through Christ Jesus. So the tabernacle of Jehovah will be the church, his people. We are the church. And God tabernacle with his people. Hallelujah. We shall fellowship with our Heavenly Father. Amen. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit dwelling within us. Amen. Just like Ezekiel vision, an act of putting the two, hallelujah, together. We put this together. The breath of life represents Jesus Christ because he has allowed us to be rebuilt. He allowed 
us to be repopulated, reformed, reconciled back to God. So now, as Jesus Christ continues to reign as our kings of kings and our lords of lords, we thank him for giving us such a great gift of mercy, grace, and for us to offer forgiveness of all of our sins unto him by repenting inwardly and turning away from our wicked nature, sinful nature, but coming and living under the true and living God. May God bless you. May God keep you. May the Lord God continue to shine upon you. And I know through these teachings, through the book of Ezekiel, the Lord God have reached down into your hearts. No longer are we as men and women of God is going to continue to live any kind of way. We're not going to live in our flesh. We're not going to live in our own um, wisdom or our own way of thinking. But we're going to pray and ask the Lord God to allow the mind of Christ to always abide in us. The wisdom of God to always lead us and always guide us and instruct us on what to say, when to say it, where to go, who, the what, the why, the where, the who, the when, in Jesus' name. And I pray that we will not Continue to sin, willingness, willingness unto God, knowing that it's not right, but that we will turn from our sinful ways. We will let the Holy Spirit work in us. Even as we feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit, we will not try to block it. We will not try to let that tug of war between the spirit and our flesh. Letting our flesh overtake the spirit. Because the spirit is stronger than the flesh. The Holy Spirit. We will let the Holy Spirit arise in us. Stay within us. And we will love like never before. We will love our neighbors. And we will love our enemies. We will help those in need. We will be obedient to first seek the kingdom of God. We will be obedient to first give our sacrificial offering, contribution, help, seed to the kingdom of God. Without worrying on how we're going to take care of everything else. But when we seek first the kingdom of God, we know that everything continues to be added unto us. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that even as we're going to, to this 2023, that our minds is not the same, but our minds is illuminated unto the mind of Christ. Our lives is in, enlightened into the eyes of Christ. Our hearts is engraved like the love and agape of Christ. I pray. I pray. In Jesus' name, that we continue to do the will of God. 
We do what the spirit of God tells us. We take away every evil motive, every selfish motive, every selfish agenda, every selfish program, every selfish flyer that we have made by promoting ourselves. But let's promote Jesus. Let's promote the glory of God. Let's promote the power of God. Let's promote Jesus. Only Jesus. Nobody but Jesus. Let's promote him. Let's promote Jesus. Yeah, let's promote Jesus. We Aren't you tired of promoting self? Aren't you tired of promoting things that's not going to bring no glory to God? I'm tired of flesh. Tired of seeing flesh. I want to see Jesus. I want to see the glory of God. Glory. I want to see the glory of God. I don't want to see flesh. All, all we see on social media is flesh. All we see, hallelujah, hallelujah, aha, uh-huh, Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. All we see is just flesh. I just want to see the spirit of God. So everything that you're doing, do it unto God. Don't do it unto yourself. Do it unto God. So what? They're not calling your name. They should call Jesus' name. Not your name anyway. Tell them to call Jesus. Tell them to call on Jesus. Tell them to call on the Christ. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Call on Jesus. They never call your name. It doesn't matter. As long as Jesus, if Jesus stopped calling your name, it's a totally different story. But if they don't call your name, so what? Jesus calling my name, and that's all that matters. That's all, that's all that matters. I just want to answer to him. Hallelujah. So, y'all, I think we're about done. We started a little early because I wanted to make sure we got through. Because when the Holy Spirit gives you direction, you have to obey. We could not go into 2023 without finishing the because we're about to, life has been blown into us, breath. Them old dry bones is not dry anymore. They're filled with life. God gave you a new sound. God gave you new life, new breath, new strength, new joy. Come on now, new power, new anointing, a, a wave of his glory. So be happy. Amen. Glory to God. May God bless you. We thank you for joining us. I don't want you to miss our program that is coming up. It's starting tomorrow. Actually, tomorrow I'll be, uh, let me um, get the, um, I want to make sure that I'm giving the announcements correctly. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So that because I want everybody to be able to come and join us. Hallelujah. I don't want nobody to be left out. Amen. Hallelujah. So tomorrow. Amen. Okay. That's that. So starting at 12 midnight tomorrow, we're starting our prayers and fasting going into Saturday until uh, um, um, noon. And then we'll come back at 3 p.m. on Saturday and finish praying and, and worshiping. 
and fasting. And then we're going to our New Year's program. So you come in at 3 p.m. We'll be there to 3 a.m. Amen. So we're going to be going full force. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's no set program or no set. Hallelujah. Speakers, you know, who going to do what at what time we going from 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. Amen. On Saturday. Hallelujah. So nice. So you can stop in before you go to your ministry or before you do go to wherever we'll be there. You just come in for prayer. You just come in to say, I just want to take communion. You know, I just want a word of encouragement. I just want, you know, the Lord is going to be speaking because we've been praying. We've been fasting. We've been before the Lord before. Hallelujah. To, uh, this week. Amen. We've been before the Lord every day. Hallelujah. Coming up to this day. And then guess what? We're going to dwell in his presence. Hallelujah. In 2023. Amen. Even more. Hallelujah. Because that's our thing. We're dwelling in his presence. Amen. And we're going to arise and shine. Amen. And allow the glory of the Lord God within us to continue to be upon us and to continue to decree and declare through us what the Lord God will have for us. Amen. And then on Sunday morning, amen, from 9 a.m. to 1045 is our service. And then we're going to call it hallelujah quit hallelujah but we're going to still be in his presence because i believe that there's going to be a uh, overflow a man of his glory because glory god's glory is always in this house it never stops amen you know we don't have to keep praying for the glory because we're in the glory we we, we stay praying we stay at his feet we stay in his word we stay right there so the the glory of god is not leaving this house it's not leaving us even when we leave this house his glory is upon us because we understand we need his glory we need his presence we need the holy spirit to be with us everywhere through everything we do because without it we are nothing so even when we get in our cars we go to our jobs we go wherever we go to the grocery store we walk out this door the holy spirit has to be with us it can't just be in what no it has to go with us so we're gonna do whatever we gotta do to keep his presence with us amen so may god bless you may god keep you and i just love everybody and i'm just so excited god bless y'all until next time, I'll see y'all tomorrow. And actually, we got a program going on. So let me tell y'all about that program as well. We'll be with, um, let me see what that one is. Hold on. Cause all of this is flowing tomorrow. So tomorrow is going to be a, a, a day of God's glory. Amen. Because we're going to start off at seven o'clock. Amen. With a spiritual cake, um, with Warcraft Ministries. Amen. That is, um, Presented by founder, host, evangelist, Faith Keelum, and also um, co-host, Queen Joy Walker. But we thank God for evangelist Faith Keelum. Amen. Her ministry cry, War Ministries. Amen. The Lord God is using her mightily. Amen. Have called forth this ministry. So I am so excited to be a part of it. And it's going to be some other great women of God that's going to also be speaking. And I'll be one of the speakers. So that will start tomorrow at 7 p.m. Located at 3800 Corain Avenue, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45223. Amen. At Peace and Joy. Hallelujah. Temple, look where we're going, y'all. Peace and Joy. So I'm going back. I'm taking my peace that I already got into another house called Peace and Joy. So I'm going to get a triple, 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 double, double. Hallelujah. Because I got Peace and Joy. Amen. Already going into a house called Peace and Joy. Thank you, Lord, for giving me more peace, more joy. I told y'all, 2023, our peace is already arising and our joy is already coming. Our joy is already with us. Our peace is already with us, but we can also always take more and more. So I'm so excited. Amen. And then right after that, at midnight, we're coming right back here. Soar 
International Outreach Network. I am the founder, Lady Apostle Robin Stokes. Amen. We thank the Lord God. We'll be in the house praying. Amen. Shata Prosakaya. We'll be here. Papaya, papaya. Glory to God. Calling on Jehovah. Hallelujah. Calling on the kings of kings, the lords of lords, and just praying and fasting in the face of the Lord and dwelling in his presence until 12 noon on Saturday. And then we'll come back in the house at 3 p.m. on Saturday all the way to 3 a.m. And then from 9 a.m. to 10.45 on Sunday, New Year's Day, we'll be in the house of the Lord. May God bless you. May God keep you in Jesus' name. And until next time, may the Lord continue to hold you up. And for anybody out there that don't know Christ or you do know Christ, and then maybe you just, you know, I pray that the Lord God continue to help you. Um, if you want to accept him as your Lord and Savior, confess with your mouth, believe with your heart that he is your Lord and Savior. I'm telling you, you can be saved. And just ask the Lord God to forgive you of any sin that you have done, anything that you have fallen short of. He will forgive you. And I pray that the Holy Spirit shall come upon you, open up your mouth wide and receive the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. And long as you believe with your heart, confess with your mouth, believe with your heart that he is your Lord and Savior and ask him to forgive you of all your sins. I'm telling you, you also can take a part in this kingdom inheritance and the kingdom of God. And I welcome you to the kingdom citizen family. Amen. Of the kingdom of God. May God bless you. May God keep you. And again, this is Lady Apostle, SOAR International Outreach Network. May God be with you. May God continue to keep you in Jesus name. And until next time, may the Lord God protect you. And wherever you're going, may the safety be upon 